buckle up. You are listening and watching to Musicians and Beyond with Mark Lawhorn and John Sarabian, where we bring in the backstage info on the life, the lyrics, and the long journeys of the music industry. Mark, how you doing, buddy? I could not be better. Just got out of the traffic uh, that is uh, northbound on well, northbound on 93, uh, which we didn't have the other day during the great blizzard of 2024. Oh, my God. What a flop that was. <laughs> that but was... it was a great, great day to get around in the car and no traffic, no yeah, one on the no roads. No one was out. Everyone, Perfect. school was called off and everything here in New England. Yeah. It was crazy. So uh, I can't wait for today's guest. But last week we had a, a really cool guest. We had Gavin Marangi in there with his dad and Gavin's only 16 years old and he was such a pleasure he, he is a, a great young man to be around um, his talents are well beyond his age his ability to write songs is just off the charts we were happy to be able to introduce him to um, 102.5 and, and make him the uh, fresh catch uh, so uh, local catch local catch of the week uh, so that was fun uh, good to see him and hear that interview and, and see him get some notoriety but uh, he's on his way that kid's doing well and his dad spectacular guy we had a lot of fun. Yeah, he's um, got a really bright future ahead of him. You know, 16 years old. His songwriting abilities is what really blew me away. He had a great future. Then he came on the show, and let's see where it no, goes. That was, the, that was the top. It's all downhill. That was the pinnacle of his career. Right, right. That's right. He came on with us. No, but there are people in the business that have been doing this for 20, 30 years and don't have the technicalities that gavin did so we wish gavin the best and if you know you're listening or watching this episode go back and watch or listen to gavin's in yeah gavin morenci and, and figure out where he's playing go follow him find him on uh, online at gavin uh but super talented young kid you're going to see a lot and hear a lot of him uh, in the future yeah absolutely. today's guest today's guest is the epitome of of resilience and when we get talking to this guy you're gonna know why we said that chris gendron chris welcome man how's it going thanks for having me it's drove down from manchester to see us i, I did you i know. had no traffic because i was going towards boston which no one really wants to go smart there. move yeah for a little while and this was a stop halfway and it's kind of an exciting day for you why, yeah. why do you make the stop here in the studio so uh you guys invited me down uh so that's one but uh tonight i have my first ticketed event down at uh the cave uh part of the red line inn so Cohasset, uh, playing with High Tide Band, and then uh, the Chris Gendron Band will be uh, doing about an hour and 15 minutes tonight. So that's pretty, awesome. pretty excited for that. Yeah, how fun is that? That's yeah. a, a first. Yeah, it's a first. I, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I bought a ticket just to, just to, <laughs> just to, have, a, just to have my name on a, on, a, on a ticket was pretty cool. So I was like, you know, I checked the email address a couple of times and just kept checking to make sure it was real because those firsts don't happen often and when they do their first for a reason. So Right. We, you know. we got a lot of firsts on today's show. We're going to yeah. have a first later on that, yeah, yeah, we um, we and surprise our listeners and, and viewers with uh, yeah. world premiere. World yeah. premiere, yeah. 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 Debut, he's going to. Play one of your, your new songs later. Yeah, we, uh, we're, I'm going into the studio shortly. Um, been very tight-lipped on, on the songs. Um, not for any other reason than uh, hesitancy on my end. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you know, it's vulnerable when you write songs and, and put them out there and people are like, oh, do you really feel that way? And you're like, no, but someone else did, but I, I, I know how to write about it. That's so, right. So like, it's kind of hard when you go out and you're like, you write a song and someone kind of looks at you and like, was you okay? I'm like, yeah, buddy check. We're good. But, right. but, uh, no, it's vulnerable, but even the band hasn't, hasn't heard it. It's, uh, I've been telling them they want to hear it and I've given them little like teasers of like a, a riff or something. Um, but when we go into the studio, 
I really wanted them to hear it for the first time. And even if their first take wasn't what we kept, but I just kind of wanted to see what they were feeling. Like, listen to it, just hit record, kind of like what we're doing here, and just and just see what happens. That's um, great. For my own records, what, what comes out afterwards may not be the same thing, but just uh, the first time going in, in the studio and having four or five songs on the EP kind of go, here, here's, here's what it sounds like. This is what I came up with, guys. Let, now add your part. And listen, listening to it, you can hear each person. Make sure you plug the, the studio. Where are you going in? Ah, uh, so I haven't locked it down yet. That's, ah, the, issue. That's the issue. So, um, you know, people are booking out um, and what I do and um, he's sabotaging himself. You see what's happening here. Joey. What, I, what I love, what I love is the vibe. Um, so I'm looking for the right, the right place where it's a, the, the right vibe. I'm, I'm not a modern guy, but I'm not a vintage guy. I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of looking for a specific vibe and, and, and sound. And I don't even know if it's, you know, in New England, it could be somewhere else. And it might yeah. be nice to just take off somewhere and, and just sit down and have like three days and just hammer it out. That's pretty cool. cool. But we'll see what happens. Um, nice. But yeah. No, we're, we're trying. I have my own little, little recordings, but nothing real, real nice. So we're hoping for that soon. Yeah. So tonight, the caves in Cohasset. Yep. Any other shows coming up? Yeah. Um, super, super excited. I uh, just booked three, uh, three dates with Nash Bar um, playing in Boston on Tremont Street, um, March 9th, May 16th, and April 15th, I think. I can, Excellent. I have them Fantastic. all up on my on my socials. Yeah, and how, what is these socials? Yeah, so, Facebook, so listeners Facebook Chris Gendron Music, um, Instagram, Chris Gendron Music, TikTok, I'm not really on that one that much. It's weird talking to the, like, you guys talking, this is this is nice, but when it's just you and a camera and you're talking to yourself, yeah. you're like, damn, I look stupid. We talk to ourselves yeah. All, yeah. The yeah. all the time. Yeah, so yeah, but you, that's for other reasons. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm looking for the sound, you know, when, when you, when you come and see me play and, and I know we're going to do a couple songs in a little bit, but, uh, you know, one of the things that I try and I said it in Seabrook Idol was as an artist, all we ever have is, you know, three and a half minutes sometimes. And if I can get you to leave all your baggage at the door, you know, bills, um, medical, you know, job, family stress, it doesn't matter. But if, if, as an artist, if, if I can take you away for three and a half minutes with a song that puts you in the islands or puts you in a memory, then, then I did my job and that's kind of what I try to do. So, yeah. And you do a good job at it. You, you talked about vibing a little while ago and you give off a great vibe and we met you about two months ago at Seabrook Idol. Yep. And we took to you right away because you had a, a great vibe. We just, we could have talked all night about music yeah. and uh, process and everything. It's great that we were able to finally get you. And I actually can hear it right now. Chariots of fire in the background and you two running along a beach towards each other. <laughs> like this. Got it. Slow-mo. I like slow-mo. it. That's a good, good visual, Mark. Yeah. I'm sure great everyone visual. will be pulling the bleach shortly. But, uh, <laughs> no, it, vibe is a huge thing to me. Um, you know, I was born missing all the fingers on my hand, so you, you can either make Make it a handicap or you can make it into something that you have fun with. Um, you know, it doesn't define me, which is something that a lot of people, you know, let happen. And, and you know, if I, if, if I can be an inspiration to someone that goes like, oh, I've always wanted to learn how to play guitar and, and you have 10 fingers, like, oh, it's too hard or I can't do that. They're like, hmm, a bit yeah, different, you, right. you know, so I never wanted it to define me. Um, but you know, uh, it's definitely made me a little bit more resilient. Like you said, and I don't like, no. So yeah. someone says like, Oh, you can't do that. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, we'll, we'll watch see. it. It may, be, may, may not be the same way you tried, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see if there's a back door or a fire escape or, or something, you know, I'm going to get in somehow. Yeah. So <laughs> you're an incredible musician with right. a handicap. You're not right. a person with a handicap that happened to be a musician. We right. talked about this earlier. That's yeah. how you want to be seen in the, in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, 
so many people that will use the the empathy or sympathy card and, and look for that and and uh, that's taught me. Um, you know, I definitely try to um, look on the on the brighter side. There's always there's a are you glass half full or glass half empty kind of person. Um, I kind of feel like that's not really true. It depends on the day. You know what I mean? Your glass kind of can go up and down, but, um, you know, did you have a bad five minutes or did you have a bad day? Like, yeah. are you going to let it define you? So I just kind of look at this and go, you know, I found something that was harder for me to do than it was for you. Okay, cool. But I bet I can do things better than you because this is easier for me. So, um, you know, guitar for me was one of those things I picked up really, really easily. My dad, um, you know, taught himself how to play the cowboy chords left-handed and then showed me those um, and then, uh, I went off and running in about, you know, a year and a half, two years. He was like, I, you're, you're way past me, but yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. So, you know, a lot of it's just year. Um, I've had the awesome opportunity to play with some super talented and generous musicians who have given me more advice than a lot of people get and, you know, words of wisdom. So I try to, I try to live by those. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't define me. Definitely- Out of all the words of wisdom that you have received, <laughs> what was the best one and, and who is it from? Um, honestly, it was on your podcast. I was listening to your podcast. I forget who it was, but it's probably me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it, it was a uh, don't 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 be a jerk. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That was yeah. um, dick. Paul Bielatovich. Yeah, Paul no. Bielatovich from and, Emerson Lake and Palma. And it's something that I hear over and over again. And and you know I've been in the industry and. And, you know, more recently, um, more involved. But, um, you know, I've been playing since I was six. So you end up playing with people and you get a certain vibe. Then, you know, that's why it's big with me with music. The whole band is is like a family. So it's it's awesome. But, um, you know, it's just don't be a jerk. There's no need to be like that. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like with Seabrook Idol, for example, it wasn't I showed up. Someone wasn't there. Yeah, they let's sick. let's so talk about great, that. Set, great set that story, up, great that story. Up, but it's one of those things where like I didn't I didn't belong there. You know yeah. what I mean? So, Dude, talk so, about not taking no for an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah tell, of, so tell the audience about how that happened. You you you, you, you take a chance. Yeah. You roll the dice. Yep. So uh, my band played uh, the Friday before uh, Christmas, and as I was pulling in the parking lot, I saw on their sign it said Seabrook Idol, twenty twenty four you know, January 2nd, I think it was. And I was like, what's that? So I'm talking to the band as we're setting up and my uh, bandmate, Dave, uh, Dave Hoffman uh, was like, Hey, let, you know, like you should do it. And I'm like, I don't even know what it is. So we, he texted, uh, texted uh, a friend of his Francois and said, Hey, you know, he wants to, he wants to jump in. Um, are you still taking applications? We saw that the deadline was December 11th or 15th or something. He goes, Hey, we're full, but you know, that doesn't mean someone can't be sick. And so I drove from Manchester to Seabrook on a whim that just was like, I've never prayed for someone to get sick, but I've also <laughs> was like, you know. If it happens, it happens. Yep. So uh, I was actually standing by you guys, and, and I didn't know when that I was playing until Francois walked up and handed me a cup with a number in it, and I just pulled it out. And I, it was you two that were like, guess you're in. I was like, I guess so. Yeah. I'm like, number six or seven i'm looking at the handwriting but yeah and that, and that was it i wasn't even supposed to play um but met some amazing people you two being two of them you know and then all the judges that came through uh and then the contestants i mean what a what a talented group of people and you make it round one yeah you make yeah. it round two yep yep and then round three 
um, and then made it to the semifinals. That's and, incredible. And uh, got got knocked out by by three absolutely talented individuals, Gavin being one of them. But, um, <laughs> no, and then I went back for the finals and rooted them all on because every one of them deserved it. And and Jimmy McWilliams, uh, if you haven't checked him out, check out Jimmy. Yeah, he's awesome. Jimmy's, good kid. Jimmy's a good guy, and and we we. Uh, we kept telling each other the whole time, like just, just keep being us, just keep being us. Yeah. You know, that's that, that's it. So, um, I'm so happy Jimmy won though. But it was a great, great opportunity, great, great way to to learn um, and meet some awesome people. So, so you weren't the big winner, but no. you, but you did win. Yeah, I did win absolutely. You know, even week one meeting you guys and meeting Drew and Francois and. You know, all the judges and then all the contestants. I mean, you know, we all got, you know, kind of nerves going up there. And, and, and I'm a firm believer if you're not nervous, then you don't care. Um, yeah. But but it, it was it's been wild. I've gotten gigs out of this. I've 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 went on Drew's podcast. I'm now on your guys' podcast. Like yeah. this wasn't doors that were open for me two months ago. So oh, the oh, we're glad they opened. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Doors, no, are, me too. doors are open. What was your uh, your thought on being judged on every little thing that you did? Um. Personally, I love it because um, if they're saying it, I probably thought it. Um, the, I remember getting off the week three and uh, telling you guys, like, you know, you're like, that was incredible. I can't believe, like, you did such a great job. And I was like, guys, I thought the second in the line I was done. Like, that's it. It's over. Like, I, I thought I was off in my head and I could have been the monitors or something, but you just hear something. And as an artist, you're like, well, there, there goes that one. And in that field of contestants, all it takes is one slip. Yeah, takes what, one slip and, and, and someone's right there with just as much, if not more, talent than you. So yeah. you have to be on, even week one. The one thing I think we took away from the entire series last year and this year is the way that you musicians that, that were there on the stage performing against each other but supporting each other was really, really powerful to see the bonds that you formed in such a quick time, yeah. the relationships you now have, and, and to watch you all kind of highlight each other. And I haven't heard one person... Uh, go on a podcast, go on a show, go in front of another audience and not say, I love those guys. You know, I yeah. love the people I, I met and, and working with them. And it's it's pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's 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 been wild. I mean, night one, I had 12 new friend requests on Facebook and Instagram and yeah. we're all commenting. You know, there there was so many, so many opportunities for all of us with, you know, you guys being there and then, you know, photography and, and being live streamed and all these different things. Um, you know, not that that no one was real you know everyone was real but for us artists you know we hear all the time you know when you get down like hey great job great job but when it comes from a peer when it comes from someone else that's that's competing against you it takes a little bit more weight you know what i mean so when every one of us is getting off and we're like hey you killed it like nice job it wasn't there was no animosity towards anybody like it, it wasn't you know if someone got booted you know week two and, and you're like oh man they really should have should have kept making it. They were probably there the next week supporting the people that were going. So it's it's, it's it was really really unique. They have an awesome awesome thing going there that I hope it doesn't stop. Um, Same for for the artists that you know the next round that comes in, they're they're you better be ready because the the competition. Will you come back? There was a lot of competition. Yeah, what's that? Would you come back? I would. Excellent. I would. I would. Good. Yeah, it was fun. Now here's something. We're, we're, we're sixteen and a half minutes into a music podcast talking about all the music you play, and we haven't heard a song yet. We're going to now. All right. What do you want to hear? Well, I think it's what do you want to play? All right. We'll start off with uh, Seabrook Idol. We'll do uh, Beautiful Crazy Combs. Absolutely. So this is Chris Gendron with Beautiful Crazy by Luke Combs. 
Day starts with a coffee and ends with a wine. Takes forever to get ready. She's never on time for anything. When she gets that, come get me. Look in her eyes. It kind of scares me. With the chain drives me wild The chain drives me wild Beautiful, crazy She can't help but Amaze me The way that she dances Ain't afraid to take chances Where's her heart on her sleeve? She's crazy, but her crazy is beautiful to me. She makes plans for the weekend, can't wait to go out. Till she changes her mind, says let's chill on the couch and watch TV. Falls asleep Beautiful Crazy She can't help but Amaze me The way that she dances Ain't afraid to take chances Wears her heart on her sleeve She's crazy It's unusual, unbelievable How I'm such a fool Yeah, I'm such a fool Beautiful, crazy She can't help but Amaze me The way that she dances And birds take chances Where's her heart on her sleeve? She's crazy, yeah, she's crazy, she's crazy, but her crazy's beautiful to me. Bowser, make sure you follow Chris Gendron. Thanks, man. Chris, appreciate it. Great job, man. Thanks, thanks. That was one of the ones that uh, that I definitely thought I messed up and and was going home, but apparently they didn't hear what I heard, so that's okay with me. Yeah. yeah no, when you started playing that in the uh, in the contest, yeah, you know the place hushed right down. So once and that's you have probably the scariest thing as an artist ever is, is you're used to that loud environment, and all of a sudden it's just and and if you haven't been to Reds, it's a uh, it's a pretty uh, hopping, pretty pretty loud hopping yeah. place. Even when the band plays there, like we're cranking. It's 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 bumping on a Friday, Saturday, and on a on a Tuesday night. It it was it was roaring, and for you to be sitting there by yourself, and all of a sudden just a pin could drop, and it's just silence. Like you just close your eyes, you're like, just make it to the song, just make it to the it, song. It so. says a lot about what Francois and 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 Reds put together up there for that competition because there were 
a number of moments like that. I think we've talked about it a few times. A oh, couple yeah. of the contestants talked about it. When you started playing, you're right. The crowd just stopped and went, whoa, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. That happened over and over and over. And it says a lot about the pool of talent standing up on that stage that you can get a bar like that yeah. to just go completely silent. Yeah, and, and that's what... That, and, you know, and, and I've heard the other contestants, and, and, and they're all, like I said, amazing. We've all said the same thing. It is, it is a nerve-wracking experience to do that. And then you get up there, and you're playing a song. You know, one of them was Cover Me Up. I did Cover Me Up, and, and it was another pin drop, and I just had to keep reminding myself, like, it's okay. It's all right. I'm used to the, used to the rock and bar, you know. So, so for everything to go real, real quiet, you're like, uh-oh. Like, what's wrong? What's, what's going on? So, but no, it's a rowdy, it's a, it, I shouldn't say rowdy, but you have people that actually care about music that go there that want to hear good live music, which is um, becoming a bigger thing around here. I feel yeah. like, you know, the, the, after COVID, a lot of the music um, kind of fell off, uh, I feel like, and, and I feel like a lot of bars are getting back to live music and having um, local artists come in and, and, and show their talents. So you know, keep going up with, with that and the live live music. That would be nice. Absolutely. <laughs> so you mentioned COVID. Mm -hmm. Did COVID help you or hurt you? Not that you had time to work on your music or, or did it hurt you not playing in front of so people? So I was playing. Um, I was an essential employee, so I, I didn't, didn't get to take a break. Um, but COVID gave me uh, time to really evaluate what I wanted to do. Um, when you're playing in, in the bars, you're, you're really trying to, to navigate a room that is evolving. You know, you have the typical times where, you know, a pack will come in, have a drink, listen to the music, and then they flow out to go to the next one. But the, another bar down the street kind of does the same thing. And now you get a completely different room every 30 to 35 minutes. That can be fun or that can be a lot of work. Um, you know, but during COVID, I really settled on what I wanted to do. And, and that's the honky tonk, um, you know, leave leave your troubles at the door kind of, kind of attitude. And, you know, I don't feel like we have anything really up here that, that supports that where, you know, I want to pull into a, to a place and it looks like the parking lots growing pickup trucks. Like I want it to be, you know, Dodge Rams, Chevys, GMCs, you know, all the light lined up all the way down. Like, let's get it. But there's nothing really like that up here. Um, you know, you have some big artists that are doing it and um, there's a couple local artists and local bands that are, have the same idea and, and, and we're trying, but you know, I grew up when country wasn't cool and country's cool again, I guess. It's so, real cool, so. especially in this area now. It's definitely, I mean, where else, what other markets have two country stations the way we do right. and, and the smaller surrounding markets each have one. Mm -hmm. That's yep. pretty cool. Yeah. I hope to be on one someday, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> you never but, know. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, um, I wrote a song and, and hopefully it'll be on the EP, um, you know, kind of joking around about not being a Southern boy. And I'm like, you know, it's, I may have grown up with four lane highways and, you know, we don't, we don't take a dirt road to church on Sunday mornings, but that doesn't mean I'm much different than you that we, we still have the same values. We still have the same morals. You know, if your grandma's gets a flat tire on the side of the road on the highway, I'll probably stop and help her just like you would if I was down where you are. So those morals and, and ethics and, you know, code of conduct that, that certain people conduct themselves with, not a it's not a country thing it's not a southern thing it's a it's a people thing and I yeah, think absolutely that's, i think that's what a lot of people forget and you know whether it's country or or rap or hip-hop or reggae i'm a huge reggae guy it doesn't matter what the music is you know people 
oh, that's country. I don't like it. Okay. But do you like the Eagles? They're like, I love the Eagles. I'm like, you know, the Eagles had a banjo. They're like, no, they didn't. I'm like, okay, <laughs> go, go, look, go look back. And then that's the thing is like, it's not about the, the, the genre. It's what, what do you take from it? What do you feel from it? I could be Southern rock and I do. Georgia satellites, keep your hands to yourself is a staple in one of my set lists. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, we're, we're tearing it up, but that's not country. You know right. what I mean? What, what, what is country? You know, so I'm trying real hard to like play that fine line of country. Well, and country has changed yeah. o- over the years. When I was little, when my father would listen to country. Yeah, that's a completely different genre oh of country. Waylon Jennings, yeah. that you know, that we've it's we've definitely even, transformed. Yeah, as, yeah, as, you as, play those yeah. songs backwards. You get your house back, you get your wife back, <laughs> you get your dog back. Like, you know, the same things might happen now, but usually the songs start with you not having that to begin with. So it's okay. <laughs> right. We have fun with it. You, you, you know, I, I feel like it's an attitude, and a lot of bands are bringing that out now. Um, it's an attitude. Like, I, I've been trying to bring stadium or, or you know, big bar bar venues uh, shows to, to smaller bars. It, that doesn't mean those people there don't deserve the same effort and attitude and, and stuff like that. So, you know, I'll have people that are like, why are you bringing so many lights to, to, to a small show? I'm like... You think that's for them? I'm having fun, like, but it's it's really just I don't care where I am. It can be, create the atmosphere it can be and it on is on the back of a semi trailer. I don't yeah. care. Let's let's plug me in and have fun. And you're basically country, but you do play all kinds of other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I play bass in in, in in a reggae band. You know, I have fun, I have fun with it. And you know, we the the band that I'm a part of, um, we do everything from 50s to today. You know, last week we played Run Around Sue, and um, we have a lot of fun. But when I get booked as me. Uh, the same band comes. It's the same band, but we're playing country all night. And, you know, it's awesome that we support each other that way. You know, right. um, we all have different interests, but we, we have the same common goal of, of good music and good energy and good vibes. And it doesn't matter what we're playing or where we're playing. That's just that's just how it how it is. You know, I don't I don't want to look back and, and see any other drummer. I don't want to look back or look over when when I'm going into one of the, you know, the, the face melting solos from Leonard Skinner. I don't want to look over and see anybody else. I don't. I don't want to look over to my right and see anybody but Dave. You know, it's just those types of things where you find that it doesn't matter what kind of music you're playing, like as long as you're having fun. So um, it's awesome that I get to do all those different things. But then at the end of the day, I can still go back to my roots and my home and and have fun and tear it up my way, and then shed that skin and go go do something else. Right. So who is in the Chris Gendron band? <clears throat> so uh, it's myself, um, Dave Hoffman, uh, Tommy C. Uh, can't ever pronounce his last name. And then uh, David Sebastian. That's the four of us. But it's the same band that, uh, that if you were to go see Acoustic Tandem, it started off as uh, Dave and Tom. Uh, they started that, uh, or Tommy started that a, a while ago. Um, five, six years ago, and then it branched into him bringing in David Hoffman. And then, you know, I was found and met them and started playing gigs with them. And then we, uh, Dave found uh, David Sebastian, and he plays drums with us now. So it went from a solo duo to a full band, so we kind of can mix and match. So if you wanted country, then I'll go this one, and on the same day they'll be playing another gig and doing a duo, but then... At Saturday night, we all kind of meet up. We're like, hey, how'd you do today? Oh, how'd you do? Like, pretty good. You ready to go kick some ass? Like, let's go have fun. And we load in, and, and, and now it's the full band. And, you know, like tonight, it's it's uh, me being able to, 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 to be me, which is awesome. The, the band gives me that opportunity and still supports me. Um, but at the same time, you know, 
uh, Saturday we're doing a duo and it's Dave's show and and I'm in there and I'm just supporting Dave and we're part of the band still you know it's but Dave's gonna have fun doing doing his stuff and he's an 80s guy and you know he gets to do all the things that he loves um, and I support him you know it's a, it's it's a really unique situation that we have but you know you're we're always playing with each other no one else wanted to go off and start another project it's just no it's still us but but it's just a different version of us so, that's pretty cool yeah Good for you yeah. Besides your debut song that we were talking about earlier, do you have a favorite song that you wrote for your band? I do. You do? I do. All right. That, I wonder what that's it a se- like. That's a segue if I've ever heard it. So I wrote it for the band, and the band has heard parts that I wanted them to start to think about, but the band's never heard it. So, yeah. But I have I have the other one that the band's starting to, starting to hear a little bit, and it's the one that we're going to... We're gonna release, so I can play that one. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. All right, this one's uh, this one's called Your Honor. Um, never, never played it before in front of anybody, so let's see how this goes. Flash before my eyes Blue lights lend me a point One on a no way Another big mistake Clicked into those codes She didn't even have to say a thing Another diamond ring Took off in my truck One more time I swore Oh, but she don't believe me With another feel Don't be easy on me Because I have a problem Cause she's gone your honor Awesome. Chris Gendron. There's, uh, there's more to it, but... I really, really want to have that idea where I go in and show the band and just have them listen to it. And, you know, I've, I have this, this problem in the band last because I call it a problem. But when I'm writing a song, I hear, you know, my, I hear Dave's drums and how his style is. And I can, I can hear his fills coming into certain things. I can hear the bass line. I can hear the little accent notes that Tommy would throw in with his distortion. So when I'm writing a song, it's hard for me to write it for anybody else. Like, you know, songwriters can, here you go, here's this. I'm like, yeah, but that guitar player is not going to play it like like him. And that's kind of what I hear. And so it's hard for me to, to also hand them the reins and go, Hey, this is, this is you. And I wrote it for you and I only hear you, but you don't know what I want you to play. So it's, it's, it's a really cool experiment um, that, I'm, that I'm trying. It's, um, a, it's a crazy world, songwriting, because some people are very comfortable with writing songs for anyone. It mm-hmm. could go from here to there to there. Yep. It doesn't matter to them. You own it. It's your baby. Yeah. That's the way you treat your songs. That's crazy. Uh, and, and it's also a vulnerability thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I talk with, with one of the band members, uh, David Hoffman. Um, he's, uh, he's worked with me a lot on, on, 
on ideas and chord progressions and emotion. You know, Tommy always yells at me when I'm playing. He's like, oh, Chris, can you put some more emotion into your music? Like, you know, like try to act like you like it. And I'm like, yeah, funny. <laughs> um, but you, when I'm working with David on a song, um, you know, they, they let it, let it breathe. You know, I feel like so many people will take a song and morph it 19, 20 times. And it's like, it's not what you were feeling when you first wrote it. Like I have, in my phone, I think I have 30 or 40 one-liners or two-liners. And, and we were talking about that earlier, of an idea of a song. Like, here, put this down and, and keep that. And um, But if you're not, if you're finishing it, you know, and you're not feeling the same thing you were feeling when you first started to write it, it's not the same song anymore. It could be a different song, but, you know, the, the, the meaning and the message that was coming through you from, from your hand to the pen to the paper or to the phone or to the guitar, you know, there's to, so many times I'm like, playing something i'm like ah oh, man that, that's kind of how i'm feeling and it's not anything other than you know just a you know a, a caribbean style of you know am i am i feeling that today or am i feeling something real honky-tonk you know right. like am i gonna yodel in something like how how far back we going so I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer and you gotta let the song do the talking um and not force it um, but it's also a vulnerability thing where you're also like being exposed when you, when you show the world, like playing this today, I was like, golly, I've never done that before. But, um, you know, in order to progress and, and, and remove that block as an artist, you got to try sometimes, you know, the way, the way you were talking and I feel like, like the thing you need to do, look at a bottle of red wine. When you uncork that bottle of red wine, it tastes different when you get to the last glass, right? Yeah. It, it opens up the, mm -hmm. it, the flavor changes a bit as the air gets to it. Yeah. That's like a song. Yeah, it, it's going to change. It's going going to evolve. Yep, you just got to be ready to let it happen, yeah, right? No, and, I, and that's I hard. Fully admit it's a me problem. That's why the band's always itching. They're like, "You wrote another one." I was like, "Yeah." They're like, can we hear it? I'm like, "No." <laughs> so, um, you know, it's it's a me thing. It's uh, it's 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 definitely hard, and, and most artists will tell you that, and some get past it a lot faster, and other ones will tell you they're past it and they're not, and and, and they're 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 trying, but uh, doing hard things is okay. Um, yeah. that's one of the big things that, you know, I was telling Gavin, we were talking and I was like, man, I wish I had the cojones you had at 16. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, I was doing it too, man. Like I was, I just was in my bedroom and no one heard me. Like you have the courage to get out there and just put yourself out there. And, and not only that, but today's, today's day with, with all the social media, like, like being trolled and, 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 and having, you know, mean comments or like, not that I care about that, but, but you have people that, that, that get a, get a reaction and that's what they're looking for right. to put yourself out there at 16 doing that that that's incredible you know what i mean so it's it's one of these things where you know you gotta you gotta put the effort in you gotta you gotta you gotta branch out and grow and there's no other way to do it than than, than to do it so and someone like gavin has his family and friends behind him yeah, absolutely you know I mean, there there is song right yeah they're they're his biggest cheerleaders yeah. i mean you must have a lot of people behind you. I do, I do, and you know the band, the band for one, um, they're they're huge. Um, you, I got friends and 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 family that, you know, my brother's constantly texting me on the way down here. My brother's like, go go kick ass, and I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, I know you're you're shitting bricks. I'm like, no, but like, <laughs> but I but it's it, you know, like I said earlier, like if you don't if you're not nervous, you probably don't care about it. And correct, you know, it's it's the same way when I go golf and like a first tee, I didn't have a beer yet, and there's nothing nothing going on. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna shank this one in the woods. But but by by hole four, you know, you 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 shake the cobwebs off and 
you know, get going. And that's the, that's the same way I feel about playing live. You know, the first song, you know, we, we, we usually play the first song, um, the same one every time, just kind of do a little bit of a sound check. It's a really nice intro. And the whole band kind of gets in the sync when, and, and we kind of have um, a two-minute vibe session with all of us. Like, let's, let's lock in here. Um, and I feel like you don't get that on TikTok. I, don't, I feel like you don't get that on Instagram. You don't get yeah. to, 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 to see what the person's about. I mean, before with even, you know, the, the rock, you, you knew what your favorite artist was about. You know what I mean? Now it's just all an image. And, and it's, do they really believe that? Or they, they really, do they believe the words they're singing? Or, or are they just selling out to selling, yeah. selling something? And we had a giant, giant case of that in country for a little while and you know rock was too i mean the 2000s wasn't great for for some rock music and 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 it's just because the corporate got involved and you took the real artistry out of it and like this is what sells yeah um i think there's a guy on youtube that does that whole like it's the three chords and he can play every every hit song with the same three chords and it's like yeah it's because it sells and 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 i think right now a lot of people are really looking at lyrics and looking at the artist and and how their emotion is and how they feel and connecting with that a lot more so it's 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 intriguing we'll see where music goes yeah that's a huge positive thing that you have because when you're singing and performing you leave the planet yeah you can see that you are not present (laughs) you're just out there you are in the song yeah uh and and it's 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 fun for me because like in these environments I, I can let go and, and and you guys are like go do your thing and but when I'm playing with the band I get to do the same thing but when I open my eyes there's you know you know 20 30 we played a UMass gig out in uh, UMass Amherst and there was like 1500 people there and you know there's a couple times I opened my eyes I was like whoa and I wear sunglasses most of the time I wear contacts so I'm super light sensitive so the lights hit me I'm like all right but uh yeah no it's it's I, I kind of zone out and then I have to get brought back to earth sometimes or there's a band member that's like gives me a kick. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm here with you guys, too. Like, I, I just if you're not feeling it and you're not believing every word you're said, then what are you doing? Why, why are you here? So we talked earlier and you said um, first ticketed event tonight at the cave yeah. in, in Cohasset. Yep. Where do you see yourself and the band going down the road? One, two, five, ten years out, man, I would. Where do you want to be? I. If I could do it my way, and I've been saying this since I was 14 or 15, I'd be in a van going up and down the East Coast or wherever. I, I feel like most of my heroes and idols earned it, and that's why they they appreciate where they got. You know what I mean? Some of the people that blew up on on social media didn't get to experience playing to an empty room in the bar staff and still having to push through that. And, and that's when you get out and you're playing in front of 20,000 people in an arena you know, a year and a half after singing in your kitchen, um, you know, I don't think they they grasp that effect. Like, you know, the people in the very last row are having just as much fun and spent the same amount of money as people here. And it may be a different ticket price, but it's still the same value to that person. You don't know that situation, you know what I mean? So if they spent, you know, tonight's tonight's show, 15 bucks. Someone spent, one person shows up tonight and spent $15 to come see us play. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? That's cool. Um, cause I've definitely played, paid it and to see local bands and not that, you know, was on the top of my priority list, but it was one of those things where like, no, this local band finally got in. I've saw them. They've been, they've been pushing, they've been pushing, like they're not really my style, but like, I'm going to go and support them and buy a ticket and, and show up because they put the effort in. Um, so, you know, a year from now, I'd love to be, you know, doing similar things, not playing huge places. I like the intimate where you can have some fun. Um, I'd love to, you know, two, five years, have an album out, 
full album. That'd be that'd be that'd be awesome. You know, those things take time, but you know, the biggest thing for me is I I, I just I just want to play. I just want to go out and 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 feel the feel the same thing every day with the same same people and 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 show that and have that experience when they're screaming the lyrics back at you, whether it's your song or a cover. You know, it's it's a cool thing when you can kind of just back up and and watch everyone sing along with you. One of the things that just came to me listening to you and, and hearing your, your hopes, your dreams, and, and everything. One of the reasons I think we you buy into your covers. One of the reasons people like your covers along with your originals. But the, when you do a cover, it's coming across very heartfelt and, and real. Yeah, I think it's because you're so genuine. And I just just listening to you talk and listening that. to the stories, you come out so strongly genuine. That's why people buy into you, your that. your story and, and your music. And that and that's you know if if that's what people take from from me, then hell yeah, because because yeah. uh, I'm I'm pushing to be authentically me. You know. Um, you know, I like the ripped jeans, and 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 I'm still wearing my cowboy boots that have rips in them because they're my favorite boots, and I don't play a, a show without them. Same thing with this. This guitar definitely needs to be retired, and I've been uh, I've been playing it uh, live for far too long, and at this point, it's a it's a sentimental piece to me. Um, this one has played every big gig with me for the first one, so it was at Seabrook Idol. It was at my first gig I ever did with the band. Um, I played this while I had cancer. You know what I mean? So like, this is one of those ones where it's like. This is home, but if someone broke it, I'm probably going to jail and need 40 bucks because, you know, it shouldn't be in the bars anymore, but it, I, I have five other guitars and they don't feel the same. There's something about this one where I can I can play something and pick up another one and not be able to do what I just did. Yeah. Unless you play or you're, you're, you're into music enough to know that, you know, that person picked up someone else's guitar and is playing it and they're doing all right. But I guarantee that artist got off the stage and was like, if I had mine, like it's a and it's a it's it's a feeling you connect with it. So it's it's got its dents and dings, and I can definitely recall some of them. Yeah, and every one of them tells a story if you yeah. remember it or not. Or or you're asking the story because of how much Jack you had the night before, and you're like, where'd that one come from? But you know that happens. It could so, be. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Earlier you said um, something about idols and heroes and all yeah. that. Do you have any musical? Uh, oh man. Heroes? Uh, I, okay, so goals. One of my goals is. Uh, I would love to to do a song with Travis Tritt. That's one of my yeah. big ones. Travis Tritt, you know, um, his authenticity, his who he is, and what he—I mean, the guy who drove a Harley onto the stage. That's how he used to start his show. It's like, hell yeah, man! Like, you know, <laughs> like just screaming and 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 I always jokingly say like I, I take everything and just want to turn it to eleven. It doesn't matter if it's already like jumping and it's ripping. Like, all right, we can we can take a little higher, and it doesn't have anything to do with screaming. It has everything to do with emotion and. And what does that pull out of the people? Um, but Travis Tritt, Brooks and Dunn, um, I mean, some of them are not here anymore. But, you know, Marl, Waylon, you know, I got brought up on all those. And, you know, the, the true emotion that you guys talk about is is where I got all that from. It's that, that same authenticity yeah. where it's like you either believe it or you don't. And if you don't, like we, we the band does plenty of covers that, that I sing and and. You know, Drift Away is one of them. That's that's an amazing, beautiful song. I sing it. I believe every word as I'm singing it. But it's not me. You know what I mean? Like, right, that's not right. my song. I wouldn't have wrote that one. And it's a beautiful song. I don't know if I could have wrote a song like that. But damn, is it fun to play. And yeah. when you're playing it and the whole crowd sings it back to you, that's 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 more what it's about. So hero-wise, I, I it's more of not the music. It's the how they handled things. Yeah. You know, did they the energy they bring? The, yeah, the, did they did they do it their way? Garth yeah. Brooks. I mean, he's he's a huge one. Garth Brooks literally fought through the bars, and when he when he had one of his first hit songs, he was back in his hometown playing it seven times a night, and that's all the people wanted to hear. You know what I mean? So that's a cool thing when you're like, I played the same song seven times tonight because 
and it's my song. Like <laughs> right. that, that's wild. But those are the ones that that I I don't want to make it. And if if I were to make it and get signed, I it, I wouldn't say no. But but if I had it my way, it'd be it'd be playing the same bars, like going up and down and and meeting the the the, the real people and and making those connections with with someone that follows you. Like one of my favorite artists right now and for a while is Cody Johnson. I've been following him for years when he still is an independent artist, but he was saying no to to, to big record deals because he wanted to do it his way. And can't fault him for that. You know what I mean? You can't fault him for going, no, this is my sound. This is what I do. This is what I believe in. And and I'm not going to take a check to to write off my beliefs. And And that can be whatever beliefs you want, but... Those are the people that I look up to that goes, yeah, you know, I'd rather not sell out and not be someone I'm not than, Good for you. than a big chick. So yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah. see if it translates. Do it for the love of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you do love it. I, <laughs> the amount of miles I've put on my truck and the, I probably spend more than what I make at most gigs to either get to them. Right. You know, all of that. I mean, someone offered me $125 to play for four hours the other day. And, and I was like, look, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but. I got 10 grand with a gear coming in here. And if someone spills a beer on it, are you writing me a check? And they're like, no, I'm like, okay, so that's what are we not going to cover about it. Then? Like, <laughs> who's getting the better deal out of this? Yeah. Like, you get um, what you pay for. Yeah. So, so, and I think a lot of people don't realize how much time and effort, you know, you have an artist. The biggest thing that, that irritates me is when you have a friend that has a small business and the people are like, Oh, give me a hookup. I'm like, you pay full price for a pair of Jordans but you're looking for a discount from your friend's business that they're trying to start. Like, no, right. that's who you should be tipping. You should be paying more. That's you go to your friends and, and support their businesses, not Walmart and no offense to Walmart. But like you, if you're going to don't hit me up for tickets to my own show, pay 15 bucks to come to, come to a, come to a show. Cause Absolutely. it's not about you paying $15 to see me. It's about you showed the bar that there's interest in me. And that's the way the support works. You know, like it's not just like, Hey, Chris pie five, share it. You know, we, all the contestants, we all share everything. You guys have shared my gigs and, and stuff like that. It's a network, you know what I mean? You have to, and that goes back to don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really does. It really, everything <laughs> always comes back to It always to comes that. back to don't be a dick. Even if someone's having a bad day, it's like, cool, man, Like I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Like It's doesn't, all good. Yeah. Doesn't cost you anything no. to give, give someone a smile. Yeah, right? for sure. And a nice high five. Absolutely. So you... <laughs> uh, um, you were talking about a debut song. Yeah. Can you tell it. us how you wrote that in the lyrics? How do you come up with those lyrics for the song you play? Uh, you know, there, there's that common common thing that, you know, in small towns that, you know, um, there's nothing really much to do but 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 drink and um, you know, saw a lot of uh, a lot of people drinking and, and and you know, saying they didn't have an issue and you know, friend wise, you're like, hey, like maybe push, push the brake a little bit. Like, I'm not saying you have to stop, but sometimes when you start, you don't stop. Um, and watched a lot of friends and, and watched a lot of uh, people, you know, in, in your town or in your in your neighborhood or whatever, you know, go through things that that, you know, could have been avoided. Yeah. Um, so right in that one, I was like watching Facebook, social media, and, and it just, you know, it was around New Year's and you know, I post up the typical thing of like, I'd rather get a phone call that you're drunk and need a ride than a phone call saying you're dead. So Absolutely. You know, I post that every year. And um, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, someone's going to lose their license tonight and someone's going to lose their girlfriend because they keep saying, I'm not going to do stupid stuff. And you still do. And, you know, the, the second verse goes into some more consequences. But, but you know, that, that was the idea for the song. And, and I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that every, every song has a meaning. doesn't matter what the artist wrote it for and you listen to it and everyone can take their own meaning from it. But for me, it was if, if someone can hear that song and kind of hear how 
how one stupid little decision, you know, the, the biggest thing I've ever heard and, and you guys from, from your backgrounds is that realization moment is, is the click of the handcuffs. That's a sobering, that's a sobering moment for, for anyone in that situation where it's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Click. Mm. Things just got serious. And, and, and that's the, that's the fourth line in the song of like, you know, the, the, like the handcuffs, you know, the blue lights, you know, they flash before my eyes. Everything goes real slow and real fast all at the same time when, when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. And, um, yeah, yeah it's, that was the inspiration for that one is going like if someone can take something from it, then, then so be it. It doesn't mean you have to stop drinking altogether. Everyone can have a good time. But, you know, but if you're one of those people, it's okay to say no. We got to push you beyond your limits and tell you get in the studio, get that cut <laughs> so that we can hear the whole song, yeah. get the whole band yeah. behind you. Yeah. We're looking like, forward to I that like coming what up. I heard. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what yeah. what you come out with uh, when I, that's ready. I but let me let me ask you this. What song would you play right now? Give give it a minute. What would you like to play for our audience as we end this? We're going to have you play us out. All right. Um, but you know, one thing we we like to think we say it a lot, uh, but. I think we actually, we, we know that at, at the first night of the, the contest when we met you, we knew we had a new friend. So Yeah, no, I, I, I really appreciate We want to thank you for being there, being a friend, coming in here, being a friend, and we're looking forward to supporting you as a friend as you go further down the road. I appreciate that. And I, and I said the same thing to you guys. And, you know, we, we wrapped up the, the first segment and, uh, that I did with you guys at, at Reds, and I was like, guys, we got to talk. We got to talk music because, like, this was way too much fun, so... Um, yeah, we could go on all day yeah, with you, sure. and, and hopefully we can get you back, or yeah. even just hang. Yeah, we'll I have I to come in. To, yeah, and, and I heard you guys play. got beard. <laughs> we do. Listen, we, we do. don't want to end the show. No, but, but you have to get have to Cahasset, and that's, that's going to be some traffic that getting you down that. there. So believe me, folks, it's not our decision to send him packing. He's got to go. Well, you know, we're we're pretty close, and and uh, this is one of my favorite songs uh, to play with the band. It's actually the one that we open with. Um, because it's got a really nice intro to it. Uh, and it hits a little home. So uh, we're going to go with uh, Kenny Chesney's Boston. Works at the jewelry store Down in the harbor Where the ferries come to shore She never really knew In a place of warm and real She wears a red socks cap To hide her baby jail The girl she was in New England Deep now and dead And all the local bars She flirts and tells the boys While they're talking Boston. 
from Boston Talks to her family now and then Through emails and postcards She tries to explain to them That education and occupation Will have to wait for now She loves the roster Reggae rhythms Her dreams have changed somehow She wears a red socks cap to hide her baby dress The girl she was in New England is different now and did And all the local bars She flirts and tells the boys while they're talking Her tone digging deep and deeper in the sand. She's seduced by the sunset and her new life ahead. She wears a red socks cap to hide her baby dress. The girl she was in New England is in all the local bars She flirts and tells the boys While they're talking She's from Boston She wears a red socks cap Wow, that was Chris Gendron. And to our listeners, make sure you follow Chris on all his social media in Fall Musicians and Beyond. Mark, another successful one. Yep, very happy to have had him here. Chris, thank you for coming in and spending some time, playing some music, and sharing your stories with us. We really, really loved it. Thanks for having me, guys. I, I really Th- appreciate it. Thanks, brother, and thanks for being a friend. Thanks for being a friend.